So welcome to the second episode of the Beatbox Podcast, hosted by me, Tiana, aka Hypey T, reporting out of Brooklyn, but you can't forget that I'm from the best coast, the West Coast, you know. <laughs> Who do I have the pleasure of speaking to today? Um, you have the pleasure of speaking to Senor Gino5. Senor, okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> do you have any other AKAs? AKA... Um, no, I have nothing. That's it. Niggas love <laughs> niggas love AKA, so that's why I had AKA had Pookie, you know. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> okay, for sure. I, I appreciate you coming on, really. I really do. It, with it being with this podcast being so new and fresh, I'm still figuring out uh ways that I can organize it and just you know how the flow of it all so I appreciate you coming through this trial and error period and setting the precedent for the future podcasts thanks for having me hopefully I'll be back (laughs) hopefully I hope so you got you tell me (laughs) (laughs) but I've noticed that you've been doing this for a minute I was listening to some of your music I have been for a minute um and I noticed that you have videos on your YouTube as old as six years how long have you been making music yeah, yikes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> when you, you had the baby fro popping. Yeah, man. Uh, <laughs> I got to remind me to delete that. Uh, <laughs> no, you have to. It's, it's archival footage at this point. You need to keep it up. <laughs> um, I've, I've been doing it for like eight years. Like, okay, how old am I? I'm 24, right? Okay. I'm 24. Uh, I started when I was like 16. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so eight years. That's a minute. That's a long time. Has, do you think that your artistry has developed? I mean, obviously, but in what ways have do you think you've developed as an artist over the course of that eight year period? Um, I mean, I definitely just got better in like everything. But uh, to be more specific, like I mean, <laughs> everything's better. <laughs> stage presence is definitely one thing because uh, yeah, back then I was not like I was like really shy. I had like the crazy mm. stage fright. And um, Aww. yeah, it was it was bad. Like knees would shake. Oh, this was even up until like my first year of college, to be honest. So, wow. <laughs> so uh, what what forced you? What was the main factor in that and forcing you to get more to get comfortable and acclimated to being on stage? Um, great question. Just going to open mics a lot and mm-hmm. the, the voice in the back of my head telling me, "Yo, don't fuck this up." So <laughs> stick to the plane. Have you ever heard the song "Voices in My Head" by Big Sean? Uh, no, I haven't. What? That's. Are you a Big Sean fan at all? I mean, he's cool, but like, I don't, I don't really like listen to his albums like that. You, you wouldn't say that you were a fan. I mean, okay. I would, but I'm not a huge fan. I guess. Right. Okay. Well, I'm gonna send you that song "Voices in My Head." That's a good song, but it's basically the voices in his head just encouraging him or letting him know, like. You need to get your shit together and mm-hmm. you can do you can do better in life. And like that shit motivates me. So when you said that, that just reminded me of that song. I'm gonna send it to you later. Um well, yeah. <laughs> Where are you from? Where are you from? I'm from Englewood, New Jersey. Throw up throw up your hood. Throw up my hood. Where you repping? Not even the hood over here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just uh born and raised in Englewood, New Jersey. We are um Englewood is like at least on the east side. What is it like? It's uh, it's the, the suburbs with hood tendencies. <laughs> hood tendencies. What do you mean? Yeah. So like, so like. What's the typical? Right day? outside my house, right outside my house, people like shoot dice and shit like that, right? Yeah. But 
but I also live like five minutes from a Starbucks. Ah. So it's like, it's like the best of both worlds. Right. Get your coffee, <laughs> shoot some dice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Get you a cappuccino. Okay, feel it. Do you think that your where you're from has any impact on your artistry at all? Because I was speaking to Sion during my first episode, and he was like, I was just like, okay, well, what's the signature style coming out of Jersey? Like, that's just like, uh, I don't know. That's something that's really intriguing to me, how your region can, can determine your style. Not necessarily determine, but people like to have, like, a signature sound coming out of where they're coming from. Mm-hmm. But we kind of discussed all the artists that come out of Jersey, and it's just so versatile. With Fetty Wap, I didn't even know Fetty Wap was from Jersey. But for yeah, yeah. I was like, what the fuck? He's like, naughty by nature. I'm like, what? <laughs> so many random artists. So, like, what what is this? Does that have any influence on you, on the music that you make? Uh, my town specifically. Hmm, that's a toughie. Because uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I feel like I feel like everybody's environment has an influence somewhat. Yeah. But I will say, um, like there is, I feel like a, my style is kind of different. Like there's a lot of different types of artists mm-hmm. um, in in my town. Okay. Like the versatility is nuts. Nuts. Like even in Jersey in general, like when you were talking about a signature style in Jersey, like that's really, that's tough because we have a lot of different kinds of artists. Yeah, you do. Um, I noticed. Got a lot in your arsenal. You kind of got something from, for every type of person out there. Yeah. It's like, who else? Like you had Joe Budden. Right. Uh, Scissors from here. Like, Scissors? <laughs> yeah. Wow. It's a little melting pot. I don't know why. I always assume that uh, people who are associated with TDE are from is from LA because a lot of them are. So I it's it's surprising because there's Inglewood in California, Inglewood in Los Angeles, mm-hmm. but it's not. It's spelled with an I, not an E, so it's different. Yeah. Because there's Inglewood, sir, who's also part of TDE. So I was like, oh yeah, this is from LA, but I guess not. Yeah, all the way on the other side. Literally, <laughs> that's cool though. That fucks with Sissa. What the long way. You got a lot of, I noticed you got some, a lot of emo stuff. <laughs> I bet what it is, I guess emo is an extreme word for it, but you know, you be in the fields, you got the light skin nigga chronicles going. Light skin. <laughs> like replacement. You be going through it or what? Um, <laughs> do I go through it? Yeah, honestly, like a lot of my inspiration are from uh, little events that have happened to me. But I just kind of embellish it for dramatic effect. Right. Embellishment. Um, That's what artists love to do. Yeah, you embellish for art. (laughs) (laughs) For the people to entertain. (laughs) But uh, looking back on life, no, I didn't really, like, go through that much. Yeah. To be honest. I mean, like, I've I've had my fair share of, like, emotional moments. But, um, you know. As a human. Yeah, exactly. As a human. So, yeah, I just make music so other people can relate because I know other people will. I mean, that's what art's about. Well, one of the reasons besides expression, uh, yeah. no? Yeah, you're right. I appreciate that, though. I was listening to your stuff and I was like, damn, like, it's not, it, I like it. I like that you are kind of being raw and expressive of these human things, especially when it comes to being a man. I think I think it's interesting that you're you're willing to express that much. But 
I did say light skin niggas chronicles, but I don't subscribe to colorism. I just want to make that clear. But <laughs> you had to get that joke off. Right, I had to get that joke <laughs> off. I had to. <laughs> but I noticed that you mentioned that you act as well. And I was wondering, does acting, do your acting skills cross over into your rap ever, do you think? Um, I think when I want to be dramatic, yeah. <laughs> I think it's cool. I think like when it comes to adding character, like I don't rap myself, but I don't know. I feel like you can kind of implement that character into your rapping, no? Yeah, you can definitely. It's how you take on like different, um, different like personas, or depending on what you want to do. For example, like Drake's an actor, and he he switches from accents every other album. <laughs> he <does>. like... <laughs> he's very <laughs> he's very experimental. Yeah, so I mean, you could really use that to your um, <laughs> to your benefit. It's like, are we getting, are we getting, I, I love when people are like, I love Jamaican Drake. Jamaican <laughs> <laughs> But actually in Canada, the second biggest population outside of the whites are, um, are Caribbean people in Canada. So I think that that Caribbean culture has a big influence on pop culture there. And just like it is, I noticed in the East Coast, like in California, there's some Caribbeans that you meet every now and then, but I mean, it doesn't have a huge influence on the main culture there. I find that here, I, I, I've come encounter often with um, a crossover between hip hop and black culture and Caribbean culture. Yeah. It's pretty cool, though. It's pretty There's cool a lot of like, amalgamation. Of... Are you, do you have any Caribbean influence in your life? Are you Caribbean? Not at all. Not at all? <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. I mean, well, maybe, maybe I am, but I wouldn't uh. know because of slavery. But <laughs> <laughs> thanks to that. <laughs> <laughs> thing called but, slavery uh, kind of wiped out all of that yeah i, I don't know nice not that i know of. okay for sure do you have any any cultural influences when it comes to your music or it's just all you it's all it's all me i mean you know like the hip-hop culture black culture <laughs> yeah but that's, that's about among it. some of the best culture black culture is becoming is has been actually pop culture for a long time so mm-hmm mm. Mess that on that. Well, <laughs> speaking of your mini hats, I know I told I mentioned that you act and and I asked you how that crosses over into your rap, but also you um you edit you edit your own videos. I know we had a conversation before about you being a comm major and I was a comm major and we talked about Final Cut mm-hmm. Pro and all that shit. <laughs> so how are you? Are you the only one editing your videos? Um no, I've I've um media production friends that also help me with that and um okay they're kind of like taking me under their wing so if i'm editing i'm like yo i want to do this like they'll they'll let me know how music videos are actually way harder than they look (laughs) to edit yeah i actually it's just like the fact that you have to match up the the video to the audio uh it gives me a headache (laughs) it. (laughs) it does like i'm like i'd rather just do like some experimental shit where I'm just like some silent film shit. <laughs> just play some <laughs> random track over the video. But that takes real skill. People don't know. People don't appreciate that. Where They really don't. Man. They don't. The real you're a multi-talented king here. People need Thank to put you. some respect in your name. Um Hell yeah. <laughs> Where did you get your name from? Do you know 5 cuz is G5 G5 is that a plane? A jet? Oh, G5 is, is a kind of plane, yeah. But is, um, is it I a play on that? that? No, I did not know what that was when this name was given to me. It was given to you. 
Yeah, I didn't. Even, I didn't even come up with it. How I was, was it uh, to you? <laughs> I was uh, in my friend's house, and I was like, "Hey, man, if I'm gonna release a track, I need a name." <laughs> yeah, naturally. <laughs> yeah. So um, we were kind of just going back and forth as to what might be my name, uh-huh. and and he actually gave me Geno Five, and I was like, "Well, I can't think of anything better." So you're like, "There uh, it is." Yeah, and I just ran with it. But then I noticed that after some of your, after some of your freestyles, you make that little noise, and you're like, "Yeah." Oh, that 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 was. And I'm like, "Oh, that's definitely that's this nigga's a plane." (laughs) Nah, um, (laughs) that was the it was a joke actually. Like the guy, the guy's track that I did that for, he made that noise in the song, and I was like, "That's a weird noise to make," but I'm gonna do it too. I think that's super cool. I think you should keep going with that. I think it's something that I noticed. I think it's a quirky thing that you can do. To like make a plane noise? (laughs) Yeah. No, I think it's really cool. Like it's something that stood out for me when I was listening. (laughs) Listen, (laughs) let me just be your manager. (laughs) Yo, when you said in that song, I felt that. I felt that. (laughs) Forget all the lyrics. When you said nigga, Okay. So speaking of your your music and your freestyles, I was watching some of your freestyle videos and and some of them you have like a little crew in the back with your friends, family or whoever is made up. What is the key? What's the key to being a part of a of an entourage for a freestyle? Like to be in the background and look nonchalant. How how did you turn your friends into video vixens? <laughs> how? Honestly, it's like I mean, I'll just be recording, and there'll be people next to me. And I mean, I mean, the people in my videos I know for the most part. Yeah. So I'll be like, "Hey, I'm about to go shoot this. Um, I mean, you want to come with? Like, <laughs> try to try to look cool. Like, what I, I don't skills? Even, I don't you even don't say prep anything. Them? You don't prep them let, for it. No, I just let them do whatever. <laughs> okay, for sure. Because I can only imagine. Like, I always try to put myself in that situation, and I'm just like, I feel like I would be so awkward. <laughs> No, nah, like, yeah, no, <laughs> just staring directly at the camera. <laughs> the Acting whole like time. you're doing something. <laughs> Tie my shoes. Yeah, <laughs> I can only imagine. These men are naturals. Video vixens. I will hire them. <laughs> um, during you, do you do your G five freestyles? Do you release them anymore? Uh, I because I noticed that, that it seemed like you were doing them every Wednesday. Yeah, I was doing it every Wednesday, like every other month, and. Mm-hmm. I stopped recently uh, to, to work on an album. No, I stopped like actually like a minute ago. Oh, really? Yeah, maybe like last year, but I started putting them on YouTube because I just had them on IG. Okay, that's why. Because I was like, wait, when I look at when they were uploaded, it was pretty recently. Yeah, but um, yeah, I stopped to work on an album, and then um, after the album, I just kind of I like I think I, I released like a couple more of the year. Mm-hmm. I just haven't. Got back to that since. Okay, well, as your manager, you gotta <laughs> get back. You gotta get back on it. You know, um, I really appreciate those. I was watching them. I, they're like cute little snack size pieces, very digestible and enjoyable to me, at least. I was I fucks with them, especially it's like a cute, a cool little intro to who you are as an artist, and I really fuck with your flow and your cadence. Thanks. Um, of course. <laughs> 
What do you, do you have, can you classify your style at all? Can you put a finger on it? Me? I don't know. That's, yeah. <laughs> like what themes, what are the common themes in your music, would you say? Besides Light Skin Naked Chronicles. Light Skin Naked Chronicles? Uh, I would I would say definitely um, what's like my mental state. So what's what's going on um, with my current situation or how I feel about why I deserve a certain amount of credit or and or fame and uh, and then embellish it. <laughs> that I don't have to embellish. I genuinely, <laughs> you know, it's like. Um, Do you feel like you're underrated then? Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. It's just my talk, talking sleep. about a need for for um the success that we all chase after. Yeah. They need it's time for people to wake up. Wake up. <laughs> Do you know that reference? It's from Finding Nemo. Um the girl. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. The girl with the braces. The thing. Wake up. Yeah. <laughs> time <laughs> oh, okay so i don't remember whether you said if oh wait you said no your Jer- jersey doesn't influence necessarily your your music or your artistry um well just just where i live i mean like just around where I live. people in so, jersey there are some people in jersey that i think um really influenced me but uh like a little bit definitely like contributed to my outlook on um like approaching certain songs and and shit like that but just around live not really so where do you draw your inspiration from uh life i would say life yeah life usually real real nigga shit living in a real nigga body (laughs) yeah you know (laughs) (laughs) a lot of times especially because a lot of the songs that i have on every streaming platform like usually has to do with emotional things or things regarding like relationships or we know emo boy stuff like, that. <laughs> like that that seems to inspire me as far as uh conceptually like, like oh yeah nice i'll talk about uh something that'll strike the i don't know like get somebody emotional usually just to what relationship that. how how has a relationship influenced you in what way what's the most impactful relationship that you've had um mm-mm. I mean, I was in a relationship for like almost like six years at one point. Jesus Christ, you're 24. Yeah, exactly. Okay. <laughs> Dude, nigga was married. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so Help. that, and then not being in the relationship anymore is like, well, that's that's like years of material. So <laughs> <laughs> you're documenting it as you go through it. Yeah, like, pretty much. So. <laughs> that's what a lot of the songs i have out now are it's really just documenting oh okay so i just recently went through this or this has happened to me before yeah (laughs) so it's interesting the um transitioning out of a relationship that you were if you were in for a long time um and then figuring out who the fuck you are outside of that relationship now like i don't even maneuver this world now as a single man not to say that you're necessarily codependent on your partner but just maneuvering the world it's just different you got to move different out of the yeah out of the, out of a out of a long ass relationship like that when you're trying to like date again it's like yeah the it's like the oddest thing ever <laughs> like, it is i don't know it's just everything felt like mad foreign at the time but um and then i feel like you you kind of don't pick up on 
signs too that like people want to date you as well you're just like because you're so used to friend having to friend zone everyone because yeah. you're in a relationship so like when people come on to you you're just like um I feel like that's something that I definitely have been going through recently because I was in a long-term relationship as well recently that just ended yeah, I was gonna say, and I'm just you, like didn't you go through that yeah yeah and so it's just like reading the signs and like deciphering I know I met this one girl out at a lounge and I thought she just wanted to be homies my roommate looked at the text was like no nah, girl she trying to be your girlfriend <laughs> I'm like damn <laughs> I didn't didn't even really pick up on that I thought she just wanted to be friends <laughs> but you know whatever just have fun um so during this quarantine, I know we're inside, we're stuck inside actually. There's nothing that we can do. Can you, how do you even draw your inspiration? Like, where do you draw your inform- uh, inspiration from now, now that you can't even go certain places and your life is kind of restricted? Are you getting inspired at all? Um, yikes. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I am getting somewhat inspired. I'm, um, but it's, I wouldn't say force. It's like I really have to draw inspiration. Well, people are cutting grass outside my house. <laughs> I was about to say, is that a plane? You're playing plane noises? That's crazy. No, nah, it's not a plane noises. So, um, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, uh, wow, that really just ruined my train of thought. But yeah, I had to like really try and draw inspiration from like deep inside of someplace. Wow, these essential workers are really. Yeah, really, really putting in time. <laughs> right. They can relax. Yeah, man. Go, sorry, go ahead. But, uh, <laughs> drawing inspiration. Where do you draw your inspiration from? I'm about to leave rooms because this. <laughs> I'm dead. What time is it? It's three thirty. What are you cutting grass for? At three thirty. Hey, man. <laughs> it's not cutting grass hours. You had your time, sir. Alrighty then. So, uh, other side of my house. <laughs> we are we're good. Um, okay. So it it is tough, but uh, I did a little. I did a little rap. I guess it was like a G5 freestyle. <laughs> We're just talking about nice. my quarantine situation. And uh, I think you did you post it on your Instagram? Yeah. Pretty good. It's like a comedic, like comedic take on it now. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I just wanted to show personality. Like I, I kind of felt yeah. like certain and people rap about uh like coronavirus and uh mm-hmm. stuff like that. Seriously, I could sometimes feel like it comes off a little corny. I don't know why. I don't know yeah. why I feel like that. Yeah. Um, well, people are corny. <laughs> Social media has definitely made people super corny, but I try not to look at it that way. It's hard. It though. is very hard. Everything kind of seems scripted. You see, have you seen Jason Derulo's TikTok? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've seen. They said Jason Derulo is the human equivalent of a sleeveless suit. <laughs> 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 that should you have to be dead. I get it. Okay, sorry. I get it. I just... <laughs> I, I low key feel he's, like he's, everybody's bullying him a little bit, and then sometimes oh what it gets yes. tough to really defend him though. Like, because <laughs> because he had the nerve to make his next TikTok talk of him wearing a, a distressed sleeveless Bugs Bunny hoodie. <laughs> he's doing this to of himself. Of course, he would own that. Yeah. All right, they said he's wearing himself he's wearing- when he's wearing that <laughs> sleeveless hoodie, like. Come on now. I'm, I mean, the, I feel like the internet is picking a new person every day to pick on. <laughs> it was Carrie, Carrie Washington's acting skills. She can, man, she was, can act. She just makes a really funny face a lot of the time. <laughs> I think she knows she can act too. I feel like she's not sweating. Mm-hmm. I love, I loved her in Jane. Word. And I, 
And I used to love Scandal, but yeah. Carrie and Django, like, that's my favorite Carrie. With the natural mm-hmm. hair, she was looking good. Good. <laughs> Have you gotten into any acting? Uh, yeah, I did a I did a short film last year. And really? Yeah, man. And the person that shot it is actually where you're from, I think. From Oakland? Around there, at least. Oh. <laughs> From the bay, yeah. he said somewhere around there. Yeah, but she came through the Oakland, smoking. Came through to Brooklyn, and that's where we shot it. Uh, nice. I'm actually writing a couple of screenplays. Ooh, look so. at you. Well, I might, I might have to tap in with you. Where I'll make sure to use the Kerry Washington face. You got to have the Kerry Washington <laughs> grimace. <laughs> it's the only way. <laughs> um. So what? What? What's quarantine anthems? Have you been? Have you been quarantine anthems or any? That's what I'm calling them, quarantine anthems, or what? What songs have been on rotation? What artists? What have you been listening? What to? have I been listening to? Uh, I feel like, and I, I kind of hate when this happens, but I kind of been very, really like locked into what I'm doing, <laughs> like, and just trying to. Oh, you said just me. You're on your little no, wave. Like, I don't. The wave said, I don't know what what anybody's putting out right now. I only know my music. <laughs> like, nah, not, not like that. First of all. There's so much music coming out, like, constantly, all the time. So um, much. I'm trying to think what released during quarantine time. I think Jay Electronica's album came out. Jay Electronica, The Baby, Childish Gambino. Yikes. Uh, yeah, Tolliver. a lot of people. I've been listening to Don Tolliver's album. Mm, I haven't listened to that artist. Yeah, you know what? I'm not going to lie. That's been in rotation way more than Jay Electronica's album. It's, it's Yeah, really? it's like... Don Tolliver. Very, it's very... It was like really catchy, um, mm-hmm. like his just the melodics and just the like sonically, it's very very pleasant. And uh, yeah, yeah, it's, all, yeah, it's very pleasant. It's the best I way need, I can say. It. I need some pleasant. <laughs> exactly. I'm about to. <laughs> I'm for sure about to listen to that after because that's all I really have been doing besides you know working um, on this podcast and other things is just listening to hell of music. I've been uh, locked, um, like just trying to make beats and write my own stuff, knock out some features, and it gets to the point where I spend so much time on that, I kind of don't want to listen to music. Like, <laughs> yeah, you're burnt yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. So um, I've been trying to kind of like make some more time to listen to what's going on, just so I can maybe draw some inspiration from that, or uh, you know. Are you familiar with any West Coast artists? Like any, or specifically not West Coast. Obviously, there's a lot of Dom Kennedy, Kendrick. Like, there's a lot of popular yeah. ones. Um, but any Bay Area? Bay Area, I don't. Uh, like Bay Area producers, like Pilo. Never heard of Pilo. No, he's he has like a super signature Bay Area sound. And if you don't know what the Bay Area sound is, just listen to DJ Mustard's sound. Which DJ Mustard's not from the Bay; he's from LA, which is why he got so much backlash when he first came out. Because people from the Bay were like, uh, "Sounds thing. awfully oh, familiar." Wow. I didn't know that. I didn't what? know that. That was the background, like DJ Mustard. Yeah, DJ Mustard. DJ Mustard. Uh, he's from LA, but his sound is very Bay Area. So people from the Bay was kind of like, um, "This is interesting." When, especially when YG first popped off with um, what song? Two to the Yeah. Dooted and booted. Yeah, hey, well, I booted and booted. When he came out with that, people were like, oh, this dude's from the Bay for sure. But it's like, nope. His sound, he sounds just like, he sounds just like it though. 
people like it's interesting when it comes to Bay Area music because people want to people like give the smallest amount of props to the Bay but we we some trendsetters for sure like I know Drake had the motto and, and that was like kind of created in with our mm-hmm. style and he did a little shout out to the Bay but even then like it's not enough <laughs> it's not enough it's not niggas is not giving the Bay the credit that it deserves ever even Pilo Pilo has a song where he's like last year they didn't even like the Bay and that's real like people people want to shit on the Bay so bad but then copy mm-hmm. the style and it happens often and we know it does like Blueface Blueface when he was doing that little dance on um, yeah. Tatiana, uh, that that dance has been was a part of the hypey movement, and that dance has been around for a minute in the Bay. And he tried to say, "Oh no, like I created this," and we all know the truth. We know the truth. Yeah, I didn't know that. I thought you motherfucker, you. <laughs> no, nah, that's that's a Bay Area dance, but he won't admit it. It's all good. We know the truth, and we always do. Just don't, you know? Fuck it, <laughs> fuck it. They're just you. What do they say? Um, often imp often imitated never duplicated is that what yeah, it is yeah i think and that's just yeah and that's just that on that <laughs> what album changed your life Gina? uh to Pimp butterfly by kendrick and why uh I, I felt like it was just the album i never knew i needed at the time <laughs> i believe that interview with, with that faux interview with Pac. yeah that was crazy i didn't that I did not expect crazy. anybody to. Uh... And then he dies mid interview. <laughs> yeah, like what the fuck? Like what the fuck? Yeah, Kendrick. I don't know what Kendrick <laughs> doing sometimes, but that was uh, Some yeah, shit. that was that was fire. That was a dope concept. Um, a lot of songs on there that really just kind of spoke to me, and uh-huh. and I didn't know. Uh, well, why? How did? How do you think it changed your life? Though? It just made me like have a different outlook on on music. Uh, that whole album, I feel like, wasn't even like a hip hop album. It felt like a musical. He had like a lot of different genres mm. in there, like G funk, um, like jazz. Yeah. I'm glad you know about G funk. <laughs> yeah. He had a lot of different. It it really just felt like a a beautiful musical masterpiece. And it, it, it literally like pushed the envelope. I think for for. There's a word for that. Hold on, I'm about to I'm about to think. You go ahead. <laughs> uh, there's a word. Another another another. It's called, oh, here it goes, it's coming. Uh, <laughs> there's a word for like best musical work of someone that is like important and made an impact. Come on, give it to me. I know you, I know I you know like words. I feel like I'm playing passwords right now. There's one word. It's <laughs> like taboo or something. It's one word. Fuck, this is killing me. There's, okay, whatever. There's one word and it means like, oh, this person's most one of their most important musical works and it kind of like changed things oh fuck yeah you know, well, lost me all right whatever <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna come up with it and then i'm gonna let you know and you're gonna be like oh shit <laughs> okay um but until then any any music coming out soon or re- music release yeah 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 definitely uh this this year let's talk about this it. year i kind of vowed Yo, I'm gonna make a single and Magnum Opus, nigga. <laughs> Got it. Yes, there we go. Go ahead. It's <laughs> <laughs> randomly shot it up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go ahead. All right. Um, 
this year, I, I vowed, okay, I'm going to drop a single and a video every month. Um, so uh-huh. I did that in January with Replacement, February with uh, Bluff, and the third month with March, yeah. I did Can't Miss, but then Corona hit. So <laughs> my, Corona my whole video lives. situation, the song was done, but the whole video situation, because it was going to involve people, I couldn't do. So it uh completely uh-huh. kind of ruined things for me. And I had to try and maneuver around that. But I wound up not making a video for March. Um, and in April, my video was the uh, like the whole quarantine rap thing that I did. And uh, what platforms yeah. are people can people consume you on, or what do you have a preferred platform? Prefer title, yeah, title and title and um, I'm trying to what page <laughs> I think they said what, what pays the most is uh, title nice. and Napster, but I never heard anybody say Napster, no, Napster no. Ever yeah, no. I'm sorry to be honest, no, that hasn't. <laughs> That doesn't cross my mind, but I'm up. I'm a, now that exactly. you mentioned it, I'm gonna check it out. I'm gonna go on there, but yeah, thank you. You said title, title is pays the most, so titles the go to. Okay, titles for Fubu for us by us. Um, <laughs> who do you got on the Nelly versus Ludacris this weekend? You better, there's only one right answer to be. Let's just be clear, yeah. <laughs> Nelly was ludicrous. Who? Uh, let me let me think. Who really? Who you better think about more? it. Yeah, this is. There's only one one correct it's, answer. It's tough. It's not really that. I can't tough. wait to go there though. I, nah, it is. It is pretty tough. I used to love Ludacris's videos. Like as yeah, a kid, he had. So he was much. super animated. There, yeah, and they were so like interesting. Um, Nelly was just was just cool. Of course, to me. Nelly Nelly had the catchy. He was just cool. Um, Exactly. Come on now. And let's let's talk about when he did the country crossover over and over again. Okay, let's talk about no, 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 you don't remember that? He didn't he made it he did a whole country song. Yeah, no. <laughs> Your favorite Your never. Fave could never Beyonce <laughs> did it. Beyonce did it. Went ventured into country a little bit. Oh yeah, Beyonce's not That's human true. though. She's she doesn't count. Level. She's like yeah, levitating she's like over everyone here. else. Physically. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> But um, yeah. With that being said, I'd probably have to. I know, I knew you was a real nigga. You know that. I knew it. I just knew it. <laughs> Can I say? You never. Why do you, you say disappoint? Because Ludacris has hits after hits after hits, and Ludacris has had a longer career. Ludacris is just that nigga, and people. He's so underrated when it comes to this specific battle. I noticed because everybody's got their money on Nelly, and I'm like, for what? Because he had the he had. Because when you think of your the 2000s, you definitely think of Nelly because he had grills. He had Air Force Ones. He had Shake Your Tail Feather. You know, Dilemma. Mm-hmm. Nelly had some hits. Some hits. But when it comes to Ludacris, Ludacris had them bangers. And he and he needs to be... People need to give that man his flowers. Like, Ludacris is that one. He got number one spot, spur of the moment. That When I move, you move. Like, he got album after album. <laughs> he has more albums than Nelly. And he has more hits. And he had a longer career. The nigga had a song with Justin Bieber. Oh, I when forgot. I was and 13, was like the most... I had my first love. <laughs> like, come... I forgot he was on Justin Bieber's like breakout yeah, song. Yeah, the forgot. breakout song. Is that right? 
Ludacris is transcendent. Why did they choose Ludacris for that? That's weird. It's weird. (laughs) (laughs) Doesn't matter. Ludacris is transcendent. People need to put some. (laughs) No, I'm sorry. Like I'm really trying to. I'm really trying to think that through. Like, of all people, it was Justin Bieber, like 13. Yeah, he was 13. They're like like, Ludacris is the right guy for the job. You know that guy that made Move yeah. Bitch? Yeah, how about Move the, uh... Bitch? Let's, let's talk about it. Move Bitch? He's taking Nelly off just by Move Bitch. Like, I'm. Are you looking, Are you going to tune in? Yeah, I don't know what it's it on is, Saturday though. at 7 o'clock on Instagram. I mean, what else do I have to That's do? I'm true. not going to be at the club. That's true. So. That's true. You make a point there. But, Ludacris, I'm glad. I'm glad you're a real one. And that just, that just sealed the deal for me. Uh, so everyone needs to go ahead and consume some Geno 5, preferably on title because they pay the most money. Don't be no cheap <laughs> ass nigga, okay? And with and I want you to leave us with your favorite bar that you've written. And if you don't have a favorite, one of your favorites because niggas don't want to be like, uh, uh, I don't know. So one of your favorites or your favorite bar? Um, hmm. This is such a loaded question because I wrote <laughs> a lot. Yeah. Uh, You've been doing this my, for a minute. My favorite bar ever? Yeah. Uh, or one of your favorites. One of your more profound. And that nigga, this mm. nigga with the lawnmower is about to get slapped. <laughs> <laughs> you can hear it too? Yes! Yo, he went to the other side of the house. <laughs> he said, oh, you can't ignore me. All right. Now I got to go to the... I got to go to my... um. My other side of my <laughs> other side of my room. Um, all right. Now, favorite bar. Hmm. Yeah, this is tough, man. You might have to cut out a lot of this buffering. <laughs> okay. It's okay. Got you got some time. I can sing a little song. Um, <laughs> Do the Big booty hoes. Get with it, down to down to down, down to down to down. Hoochie mama, get with it, down to down to down, down to down to down. That's all I got. Is that a Bay Area song? <laughs> no, what? You ever seen Friday? <laughs> I'm sweating, about to say, how, what is going on? I'm going to hang up. And on that note. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Let's see. What do I have going on right now? Um, Um, yeah, I just need one more song. Okay, um, (laughs) um, um, fuck. Um, um, I don't know. I, I can't think. There's too many songs in my head. Put your pussy lips on live and give you a thousand dollars. It's not even a song. It is. It is a song. It's a song. I thought Bruh, okay. he made it a song. Hold on. I'm about to play it for you right now. Why you think? <laughs> it's a real fucking song by Boosie. It is hell. It's actually slapped. And I put it on my twerk playlist for the summer, even though we might not have a summer, but it's okay. I'm gonna play it for you right now. That was smart that he actually made that. Marketing. <laughs> Put your pussy lips on live, 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 put your pussy lips on live,
agree with some of the shit that Boosie thinks that's been coming out of that man's mouth. But, hey, he for sure. Oh, wait. Didn't something happen with Boosie not too long ago? I've seen somebody he say, just, no, you gotta get Boosie out of Little Boosie originally was just talking about how he hired a grown woman to give his son head. Wait, what? How old is his son? His son was like 13, I think, at the time. Oh, my God. <laughs> right? I'm right, and it's crazy because I, I was reading some of the comments, and some people really were like, oh, there was a lot of people in the comments was like, uh, and like, what you mean, and a girl? A lot of people, a lot of people don't like, especially in society, anything that happens to like guys at a young age, yeah. A lot of guys just don't see that, like, oh, yeah, made him a man, like, yeah, they look at it like that, double standard. It it's like, no, that's fucking rape. <laughs> How about that? Let's talk about it, you know. So, and then, like, he was the first one to had something to say about Dwayne Wade's child wanting to be uh, considered a woman, a girl, but you're giving, making a grown woman suck your little, your son off your, yeah, yeah, it's just, ugh, Boosie, come on, man, taking L's, just that, niggas is wild, niggas gonna nig, all right, (laughs) oh, bar, I'm just gonna pick a random bar, okay, just pick one, this is good, um, <laughs> Saying this sounds really funny, but, but uh, all right, you let me go to around the time that my job. Wait, on, let, me, let me repeat. <laughs> you let me go around the time my job did, but even if I'm unemployed, I'm a work in progress. Damn and... you, light skin. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> I was like, I was like, she's really about to say something about that. Of course, <laughs> light skin chronicles. There you have it. Cop that. That's his next mixtape, Light Skin Chronicles, <laughs> Volume One. Thank you so much for joining me on the second episode. I really appreciate you. Uh, like I said, I'm still figuring out the flow and organization of this, and I really appreciate you coming on as one of the first guests. Hey, no problem. <laughs> Thanks. And remember that I'm not a music expert. I'm just a music lover, okay? Okay. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>